Well, 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 hello and welcome back to the Person of Interest podcast with me, Natalie Jones. Today, I have something different than I've ever done before, and I'm very excited about it. So I'm currently mentoring a young woman here in Cincinnati named Nikki. She's a junior in high school, and she's working on a project this year called her Passion Project. Now, it's it's deciding what you think you want to do in life and something you really want to spend more time on and then pursuing it. And so she very boldly just sent me a DM on Instagram and said, hey, I'm a high schooler. Do you think you could help me do this project and be my mentor? I mean, yes, girl, bold moves deserves to be rewarded. So she has um, published three episodes so far, and I have compiled them all here in this next clip, and they're all just smushed together, okay, into one episode. She has two more coming, and then hopefully she'll join us um, for another episode, and we can tell her, we can ask her about her process through all of this and the highs and lows and what she learned. I'm very, very proud of her. Nikki, you're doing a fantastic job. I was actually her first guest on here, and then she had her school counselor and then a teacher at school who is the ultimate hype man. Please enjoy. Hi, everyone. I'm Nikki Lippert, and I'd like to welcome all of you to my first podcast in a series of five. I'm excited to introduce our guest today, Natalie Jones, local celebrity and Q102 DJ. Hello. Yeah, this podcast series was designed with the intent to share the importance of spreading kindness while talking through teen issues. The focus of today's topic is mentoring and how finding a good mentor can be helpful. So I'd like to welcome you guys to Natalie Jones. Hi. And I'm happy I, to be here, girl. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Yeah, dude. So I have several questions for you today, Natalie, and okay. I think our audience would want to hear too. All right. So since our topic is about mentoring, what characteristics do you think someone should look for in a mentor? Mm, this is a really great question. I think I've had mentors in the past, and I think it's important to find someone that you naturally are attracted to, that, mm-hmm. that naturally you are curious about and you want to know more about, and who's living a life um, that it's something that you're interested in and you think you could live a life parallel to that. I also think it's important to have somebody that you feel comfortable with and somebody that you can learn from. I think that's like the most important part is being comfortable and somebody that you know you can learn a lot from who's also very kind. I totally agree with that. You know, sometimes you can um, ask people to be your mentor or, you know, sometimes you see people you want to know more about and then you meet them and you actually don't want to know anymore about them. <laughs> you know, has that ever happened to you? Yes. I mean, it's disappointing, but it's life and that does happen. So I think it's important that uh, you follow your gut on it. It's somebody that you truly like and you enjoy being around and you like spending yep. time with. Yes, totally agree with that. Um, have you ever had a mentor either as a child or an adult? You know what? As an adult, yes, I have. I would say, number one, Jeff Thomas was an amazing mentor when I first started working here at Q102 four years ago. I didn't have any radio experience, not radio like this. I'd done like a little itty bitty podcasting radio show, but it, it was nothing that the mammoth that Q102 is. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, I was so scared and I had no (laughs) idea what I was doing (laughs) at all. (laughs) Not at all. And I would get so scared when I was on air that I would like just clam up and not say anything. And it was definitely scary (laughs) in the beginning. Like one time I was uh, saying the like I was soliciting is what it's called when you say like a contest and you're like, call in right now. And then you Mm -hmm. say the phone number. I was so scared and nervous that I forgot the phone number. Oh, I was no. like, call in right now, 513. <laughs> uh, uh, and then I just pressed the button and played the next song. <laughs> but Jeff Thomas was fantastic. He reassured me. He really empowered me 
That's awesome. He really empowered me to be confident in myself and say, like, you have everything. You got it all within you. You know, you just got to press the buttons and like it'll come. Just keep trying. Just keep trying. Just keep going. And he gave me amazing pointers to navigate and things things to spend my time on and things not to waste time on while learning a new trade, which was very important. And I would also say Rachel DeRochers. Have you ever had the cookies called Grateful Grams? I haven't. But do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. I, think I do. Well, the woman, she does a lot more stuff than that, but she's best known for the Grateful Grams cookies. You can get them at Kroger, at Whole Foods, really. I mean, you can get them everywhere, and they are delicious. Really? They're, it's her grandma's mother of homemade graham crackers. That They're like a graham cracker, but you eat it like a cookie, but it like has the texture of a cookie. Oh, oh my gosh, it's fantastic. Anyway, she's a phenomenal <laughs> woman. Absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. That's awesome. Listen to her story. So she was, I mean, she's just phenomenal. She's been the most impactful woman I've ever met in my life. Wow. So I think it's great also, you know, I've had a, a, a male mentor and a female because, to be honest, we're chicks. And so it just, it hits different when someone is the same sex as you. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Right. <laughs> it right. really does. And uh, she's been absolutely fantastic. I did a, she became my mentor earlier this year in 2021. And she's changed my life in more ways than anybody else ever has in such a short period of time. And it was really great because it's good to know that when you, when you go through life, Mm-hmm. you're always learning. It doesn't matter how old you get. You never reach the point. I feel like you always, at least I always thought growing up that I'm going to reach a, I'm going to, there's one day I'm going to know it all. And that day actually never happens. So I think it's important to keep growing and progressing and learning new trades and hobbies and just keep learning throughout life. So I've learned so much from her. It's been so enlightening. Well, that's awesome. Anyway, for the long-winded answer there. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that. Um... So you've recently agreed to be my mentor, and I would like to say thank you for all of your words and encouragement. Have you ever mentored someone prior to mentoring me? You know what, girl? Thank you so much for asking me, first of all. It's a huge honor, and I love spending every moment of time with you, and I can't wait to spend more time. Yes, you know? me too. I know. And we might become neighbors here soon. We'll get to that later. Yep. Um, yes, I have mentored um, kids in the past, and you are not a kid, by the way. You are a young woman, but I did. The first person that I did mentor was a little girl named Ruby, and she was eight years old when we started mentoring, and she was 13 by the time we finished. And it was when I lived in Colorado, and um, she was a first-generation American citizen in her family who came here from Mexico. Okay. And so she, what was great about her is she was eight years old, and when she went to school, she went to an American school, mm-hmm. and she speaks fluent English and Spanish interchangeably. Because when she's at That's home, so cool. when when she's at home, it's Mexico. Her parents don't really speak English, and they came here in their thirties, and they are just living a Mexican life in America. But when she, so when she's at home, it's like Mexico. It's like all the Mexican traditions. But when she would leave, walk outside and go to school, she goes to American school with uh, kids and races of, of every race, you know, and it's mm-hmm. America. And so I, it was really cool to see like a young girl blossom and I got to show her a lot more of American culture and take her to do things and teach her about life and, you know, take her on some scouting things. I was a Girl Scout when I was a kid, so I taught her some scouting things and taught her how to ski because we lived in a ski town, which was cool, Mm -hmm. and um, a bunch of stuff. She was fantastic. And then recently I uh, mentored a senior in high school at Harrison High School because he asked me about podcasting as well. No way. Yeah. His name is Wes. He's a really cool kid. He's got a great, great future ahead. So it's very cool. Yeah. 
what was it like doing such a like a young child like when you did the eight-year-old it was fantastic really yes children are the future and i mean i don't have any kids of my own but just being around a child and teaching them you know uh, about life and experiencing watching teaching a kid something and watching them experience something for the first time is fantastic every single time it never gets old mm -hmm. and being able to teach her how to ski and teach her things that learn about her and really encourage her and um let's see like finding out what her likes and dislikes were and spending more time with her on that type of stuff was fantastic Wow. Yeah. So it was it was great to teach her things that I wanted to, that I already knew, but also to find out more about her and what she wanted and to explore and to be her buddy through doing things that she wanted to do that she couldn't do on her own before. Yeah, I love that. It's great. Would you encourage others to mentor someone? Yes, really? I would. Yeah, I think a mentorship is, you know, it's a partnership and I uh, it's funny that you that you ask that because I feel like anybody can mentor anyone. It's just knowing that within you. You're right. So you would say that someone maybe you think someone doesn't have a skill set or whatnot, but it maybe it's just not what you are looking for. Yeah. In a mentor. So yes, the bonds and the relationship that you form through mentoring are unlike any other. And if you have no experience in it, I do recommend yes because you will learn something because you're both choosing to be a part of it. So if you're not if you don't like it, then you wouldn't be doing it. Does that make sense? That does make sense. Yeah, so it's yeah. like you have to go to school maybe. Maybe you have like you have to do a subject you don't like. Is there a subject that you don't really care for in school? Uh, definitely math. Right? Yep. So you don't want to do math, right? No. But you have all. to. Yep. Well, mentorship is like you get to do, you get to learn, choose what you want to learn, and then continue to, uh, to go on that path together. Yeah. You got a buddy through it all. It's cool. It is cool. Do you think it's important for students really at any like any age to find a mentor? Yeah, I don't think it's something that you have to really pressure yourself to do or make it a mandatory thing. But if you have the option, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, power in numbers. You know, there's a saying, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. Wow. And a mentor is someone who can help you and help you navigate through life and through the challenges and through, you know, the new, I guess, just challenges that <laughs> life presents you. And it's good, to, it's good to be with somebody who has been through it and can help you. Sure. And just reassure you, like it's always gonna, it's gonna be okay. Mm -hmm. And this is what I learned, and let's figure out what's gonna work best for you. I think that's a great example. Yeah, just a built-in support system that isn't your family, so you don't have any of those other family yeah layers, and isn't your partner, so you don't have any relationship issues. But they are just here to help you in those specific areas. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. It was important for me to find a mentor. As I've had many people try to tear me down, not believing in me, I just couldn't understand why people couldn't be kind to one another and help each other versus trying to hurt someone. You provided me with this platform through a podcast to talk about school issues just like, just like this issue of bullying. And I want to make a difference and let others know that there are people with the same issues trying to deal with tough situations. So I'm curious, have you ever been bullied, Natalie? Um, I have a little bit. Really? Yes. I was always, um, I was always very popular and had a lot of friends. Mm -hmm. But in the seventh grade, I was bullied when I was younger for being ugly. Oh no! Yes, I was um, a very much a tomboy, 
I had a bull cut and had really oh. buck teeth and was very loud and abrasive, <laughs> as I still am now. And I was bullied by some boys because I was ugly. And then I was bullied in seventh grade because I was poor. I was, really? yeah, and we weren't even That's really terrible. poor, but we, I mean, we weren't poor at all, but we didn't have as much as other people did in the school that I went to, and I was bullied a little bit for being poor, and that really hurt, I would yeah. say, that both of those things really, really hurt. Yeah, I bet. And How I did think that make you feel? Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Getting, getting bullied makes you feel worthless. At least it did for me. Really? And yeah. I don't think at the time I, I understood my feelings on it. All I knew was that it made me feel bad and it made me feel like I wasn't good enough and that I didn't count because I wasn't as pretty as the girl sitting next to me or because I didn't have a, a lot of money, which that's not even out of my, that's not even my control. Yeah, you that's know? Really not. <laughs> I was like, well, I was a kid. Just like, well, I don't know. Blame my parents. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it makes you feel like you don't belong and it makes you feel like an outsider and I feel like if you don't talk about those feelings, when they first happen to you, then you, it's easy. This doesn't happen to everyone, but it's easy to stay in that mentality mm -hmm. for a long time. And so if you go through other parts of your life thinking that you're an outsider, that you're worthless, that you don't count, that you don't belong, that's no way to live life. There's I no way to live that. life. And that's going to affect you from every angle of your life, how you receive any sort of human connection, how, you, how your brain works and how you can receive education at school how involved you want to be, and how much effort you want to then put forth in life. Mm -hmm. And if you feel worthless and, like, you don't belong and, like, nobody cares, you don't want to do anything. Exactly. And so it's, like, and then you also <laughs> kind of get mad. Like, I think I got, mm -hmm. I got mad. And I never talked about when I was a kid because I just believed everybody. I just believed them that I was poor and that I was ugly. And I believed that for so long, yeah. so long. And I wish that people... Back in my day, people didn't talk about bullying or anything like really? that. Really? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. No. So did you have anyone you could talk to? You know, at the time, I didn't. Really? Yeah, didn't no. have any friends or family you could talk to? No, I didn't believe, I didn't know that I even had the right to say anything. Really? I didn't think that I had the right, I didn't really understand what was going on, and I didn't think that I had the right to speak my emotions, nor did I understand. I just would absorb these thoughts. I would absorb these words from kids and just hold them deep inside and hold them in my heart, and I just believed them, and I just kind of let it bring me down. Mm -hmm. And I still, like, did school and everything, but I was a bad student. Really? Yeah, yeah. That I hate hard. I started to really hate school. I started to really... You know, just not want to do, you know, you lose a version of yourself. Mm -hmm. And when you're, when you're not able to grow and you're not able to flourish within the comfort of being happy with yourself, then there's a lot of stunted growth that goes there and a lot of depression and a lot of bad things can happen from there, you know? Yeah. So I wish I could have talked to somebody about it. And I even forget what the actual question was. But yes, I've been bullied and it sucks. It does. It sucks. Yep. Um, do you have any words of advice for any someone who has been bullied? Words of advice for someone that has been bullied? Yeah. Yes. They are wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to believe. Um, I mean, it's hard to, I mean, you, I mean it's hard to, to just, you hear the words and then yep. they are in you and you hear them and you can't unhear things, you know? 
And I would say, talk about it. As soon as you get bullied, know that it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Know that it's wrong. Tell somebody about it. Tell somebody about it. If you are scared to talk to somebody at school, talk to somebody you can trust who, is, who can help you get through it. And also take a moment to take a deep breath and realize that when someone makes you feel bad, that's not right. And tell somebody about it as soon as you can. And know that other people, other people bully people because they're insecure within themselves. When you're happy and you love yourself and you love life, you don't want to make anybody feel bad. Exactly. Why would you do that? No. I truly believe, and I don't know if science will prove this wrong or not or if there is a right and wrong, but I truly believe that bullying and people who are mean to other people is because they're unhappy with themselves. I agree with that too. And that's just where it comes from. When you're happy, you don't want anybody, you know, when you're happy with yourself, then you don't want to make anybody feel bad. I know, at least I don't. And... Tell somebody about it and just find something in life that you really love to do and that feeling that makes you feel fantastic on the inside. Go back to that feeling every time somebody makes you feel bad and know that you are strong, you are brave, you are beautiful. Yes. And that those bullies don't mean anything. Bullies come from nastiness and sadness, and that's nothing to do with you. You're so right. You're strong, you're brave, and you're beautiful. And hold on to that fantastic feeling as much as you can. Always go back to it because that exists within you. And life goes on. Bullies never prosper, okay? Yep. They don't (laughs) at all. And that it will, this too shall pass. Yes. To keep going. So is there anything else you would like to say to our audience today? Well, number one, you are fantastic. Thank you so Aww. much for having me on. <laughs> Everybody be friends with Nikki Lippert because you are amazing. <laughs> and I would say to anyone who's being bullied out there, you know, just know if it's, if it's within school, school is one day going to be over. Don't listen to the bullies. You are worth so much more, so much more than to have somebody make you feel bad. When somebody makes you feel bad, when somebody makes you feel bad, no, number one, that is wrong. Number two, walk away. And number three, tell somebody that you can trust. Well, Natalie, you've had some great advice. Hey. And I think our audience will take this for granted. Hey. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me on. I feel like I could talk about this all day long. Yeah, thanks for joining. Yeah, thanks for having me, girl. Well, I can't thank you enough for being my mentor, for lifting me up, and for being my first guest on my podcast, Let's Talk. And to our listeners today, remember to be kind and stay tuned for our next special guest. Hint, hint, she and I have a lot in common. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks all for joining us. Bye, everyone. Bye. Hi, everyone. This is Nikki Lippert, and welcome back to my Let's Talk podcast. This is the second episode of Five Podcasts. So today we have a very special guest, Alex Lippert, my sister. Yep, you heard me right. She really is my sister, who is a school counselor in the Cincinnati area. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Nikki. I am so excited to be joining your podcast today. And you have a really cool setup here at Q102. Yeah, shout out to Q102 and Natalie Jones for letting us use the studio today. Yes. We are so excited to have you. So I know you've heard about my podcast and how we discuss teen issues. This seemed like a topic you might have a good idea about as a school counselor. Yes. So school counselors help students of all grade levels with issues they might be going through every day. Yeah. So I have several questions to ask you today. 
So let's hear a little bit about your role. What grades are you counseling? So I am a middle school counselor right now, and I'm working with students grades 5 through 8. How is it like working with students in that age range? It's great. I love working with middle school students. They have such great personalities and are so fun to work with. Middle school is such a hard time for anyone to be going through, and being that support is something I love to do every day. So how many students on an average day do you think you meet with regarding things that that they want to talk to you about? That is such a good question. So it varies. It can be anywhere between 5 to 15 or more sometimes. Really, it's kind of an all-day thing. So I'll see students in the hallway or at lunch or before and after school. I think my favorite time is lunchtime because I get to see everybody at once and I can check in on them and how they're doing. And if they want to have a quick check-in with me, they can too. Wow, it sounds like school counselors are very busy. Yes, the days are never the same, that's for sure. What kind of support do you as a school counselor provide to the students? So we help students in many different areas. So academics is one big one, which would include scheduling, grades. Another big one is emotionally and socially. So if you need skills on handling some emotions, like being stressed or having anxiety, and then social situations would be like maybe issues you're having with friends. And then college and career would be getting students ready for wherever they're going to go after high school. So that could be anything like college, going straight into a career, going to service fields, like wanting to be a police officer or fireman, or maybe even going to the Army or Navy. So we just need to get them ready and kind of have idea, kind of have an idea of what they want to do. Wow. I've never realized all the different areas that a school counselor can help with. Yeah, definitely. Do you find students of all ages that have issues that they are dealing with? Yes. So every student is going to have some kind of issue that they're dealing with, whether it be friendships, academics, or something going on at home. So sometimes people just need someone there to listen, and sometimes people just need someone there to encourage. Are there like any similarities amongst things they want to talk about, like friends, family, anxiety, or bullying? Yes, yes. You're spot on. So those are really popular topics that would be brought to the school counselor each day. Can we ask, what topic do they mostly want to talk about? So I'd say it's hard to pin it down to one topic. So every school is different, and every student's situations are going to be a little different. But going back to what you said before, friends, family, anxiety, bullying, stress, such a big one right now. Those are things that people might be going to see a school counselor for. All right. So on our last podcast, we had a special guest, Natalie Jones, who also happens to be my mentor, and we talked a little bit about teen issues and bullying. Is there any advice or tips you can give to someone when they are experiencing being bullied? Yes, definitely. I'd say the main thing is just to make sure to speak up and tell an adult that they trust what is going on. So it could be your teacher or a counselor, someone at home. Let us know what's going on. I think sometimes students are afraid to talk about these things, so we like to encourage them to at least send an email so we know something's happening and we can help. That makes sense. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. In terms of bullying, where would you say most bullying occurs? So that's kind of the scary thing. Bullying can happen anywhere. It can happen at school. It can happen on, on the bus. It can happen at the playground or at lunch. And now it can even follow you home on social media, like on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. All of those things are places mean and hurtful things can happen, which can it's kind of scary to hear. It's everywhere. Yeah, it seems like it's a lot easier to bully today because of social media. Yes, definitely. Yeah, there's so much going on in the world. It's pretty crazy. How do you think COVID-19 has impacted mental health? 
it has impacted mental health a lot. So the American Psychological Association reports that 81% of Gen Z teens have experienced more intense stress during the COVID-19 pandemic. Wow, that is such a large number. Yes. I knew it was such, like, I knew it was a lot, but I didn't think that many students were experiencing stress. Yes, it's been crazy. And I think I saw somewhere something like around 20% of students were impacted by mental health before the pandemic. And now it's over 80% of students with mental health are impacted after the pandemic, which is so crazy. Dang, that's a big difference. It is, it is. Would a counselor be able to provide students with resources or tools to help with their stress? Yes, definitely. Please do not hesitate to reach out to your school counselor. There are so many resources available, and we are happy to help. That's what we are in the school for. So please do not hesitate to reach out to us. That's really good to know. Mm -hmm. All right, Alex, is there anything else you would like to say to our audience today? I think something that's super important right now to remember is to take care of yourself. So finding that thing that makes you feel good, things like yoga, exercise, sports. For me, it's really funny. I Shopping is my thing that I like to do that helps me feel better. And like TJ Maxx, Target, I love those kind of things. Do you have something, Nikki, that helps you with self-care and that makes you feel good? Yeah, mine is probably listening to music. Yeah, music is such a good one. Every I've heard music a lot. So finding those kind of things. Also, finding supports, like a, a support system. So friends, family, somebody at school, like a counselor, a teacher. Finding those people and reaching out if you're ever dealing with something that is really hard to handle. And then the last thing is just to remember everyone is going through something. So always be kind. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yes. Well, I'd like to thank my sister, Alex, for joining us today on Let's Talk. Thank you. I appreciate you sharing your experiences and thoughts on teen issues. And to our listeners today, remember to always be kind and stay tuned for the next episode of Let's Talk. Hey, guys. Thanks for joining us for our third podcast in a series, Let's Talk. I'm super excited today because we have one of my favorite teachers of all time, Mr. Kessner, joining us. I had him in eighth grade as a history teacher, and now I have him this year. And I'm in an 11th grade class called Passion Project, so let's hear it for Mr. Kessner. Thank you so much for having me, Nikki. This is, this is fun. I feel, feel like a big timer with you. Yeah, thanks for coming. So could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Like how many years have you been a teacher, and what made you want to be a teacher? Sure. Yeah, so I've been, um, I've been a teacher for, this is my 14th year. Um, I've been at the Three Rivers School District for my entire career. I spent 11 years, my first 11 years as an eighth grade history teacher where I had you uh, and many of your friends uh, the first time. Um, and then three years ago, school came to me about a new opportunity that we call the Taylor High School Career Academies and seeing if I wanted to take uh, a new job um, teaching high school. Um, and that is what I've been doing uh, going on three years now. That's awesome. So one of the reasons that I asked you to be on the podcast today is because you've always been a positive influence on students in our school. And I'm not just saying that because you're on my guest today. I mean, really, everyone loves Mr. Kessner. I know this is kind of a hard question, but why do you think you have this positive connection with your students? I think for me, it's I'm truly doing what I enjoy. Um, I always tell people, you know, 95% of the time I enjoy coming into school and and being around the kids and being with you guys, I just, I have a lot of fun doing it. Um, 
and that's why I have that um, that energy. I would say, um, I, I I love to deal with students. I have a heart for my students, um, and and really my thing is as a teacher, um, I want to connect with you guys personally, um, much more before connecting with you with the topic that I'm teaching. Uh, a few years ago, um, I, I came across, and, and I, don't, I don't know who or who to credit. I didn't come up with it. Um, but it was like if you think of an equation, uh, you know, five and then the greater sign three, um, it would just it said relationship is greater than task or relationship over task. And it's this idea that, you know, whatever you're doing for work, if there comes a time where you need to build into a relationship, you should stop the task at hand build in, build relationships, and that's going to that's gonna be the most important thing. Um, and that's what I really try to do. Um, I, the topic I teach, I love. I think it's important. Um, but at the end of the day, I just want to always greet, compliment, um, just make school a positive place for kids. Um, I never know what my students are going through. Classmates never know um, how good or bad a day is. And uh, if I can just make their day a little better, um, that's what, that's what I would love to do. Um, there's a saying in teaching that, um, kids will, you know, down the road will forget the subject you taught, um, but they'll never forget how you treated them. Um, and I've, I've always really stuck to that. You, you might not remember, you know, the most important things in history class and all the dates and the people. Um, but I hope you always carry with you, you know, how I interacted with you or how, had a positive attitude or treated other kids and handled situations. So um, that's just kind of how I tackle each workday as a teacher and with you guys. Yeah, I love that. I personally think it's because you're always fun to be around. But it's obvious that you really care about all your students and their futures. I've even heard that you continue to check on students after they graduate. Is that true? And you got some good intel. I, uh, I do. Um, so with teaching uh, in the same district for – for the time that I've had, uh, I've just stayed connected um, with a lot of my former students. Um, I've been told I'm like the ultimate hype man, I'm, you know, and I don't take that lightly. Um, so, I, I, like I said, I truly care uh, much more about the kids than, you know, necessarily the, the, the subject. I, I currently on my fridge at home have two um, save the dates for uh, two of my former students and, and uh, players. Uh, that are getting married um, and that just that means a lot to me that they would still uh, reach out to me that they still um, care to talk and fill me in on life um, so whether it's you know kids I've coached or, or kids in my passion project classes uh, in the past um, just staying that connected and, and cheering them on and um, trying to do what I've always known to be you know just using words of affirmation and staying positive and um, I just, again, it's part of my mission of, of being a teacher is just helping kids in all aspects of their life. Yeah, I think that's so amazing. You have such a great connection with all your students. So how important do you think it is for students and teachers to have a good relationship? In my opinion, it's number one. Um, you know, when I went through school to be a teacher and, you know, in my early years of teaching and reading books and um and even just in, when I think about the teachers that I loved and why I became a teacher was because of coaches and, and teachers that I had a close connection with. Uh, I had a blast in high school. Um, and, and I think that relationship building 
if you're a teacher, that's number one. Um, you're not, it doesn't matter how great you teach your subject. If a kid doesn't feel connected with you, if a kid doesn't want to come into your class and sit in there, they're never going to learn what you teach. Um, mm-hmm. So that, that foundation, you know, that old, you know, you got to reach them to teach them um, is, is really number one, in my opinion. And what I try to do every day is how can I connect with a kid? I would say if I were to write a book about teaching, it would be like how to, how to reach a kid through their gym shoes. And, and I always give the line, like, if you have a kid that's got that brand new pair of shoes on, right? I mean, you're, you're feeling it. You're walking in, you laced them up, and you just like, new pair of shoes, I know for me, makes me feel like a million bucks. And whenever I see that, I always try to call that out. And kids just light up, whether I have them as a student or not. You know, you're like, those shoes are sweet. Yeah. They just naturally, right? They're <laughs> like, somebody noticed it's my shoes, right? And, and for whatever reason, that sticks with them. Um, so that's, again, something I try to call out or the new haircut. I don't know many people that don't love compliments. So I try yeah. to give those as, as much as I can. Yes. So when you think about this, a teacher teaches knowledge on a particular subject. And a mentor is about experiences. And a mentor shares real-life knowledge, maybe advising them. Do you feel at times you can be both to your students, a teacher and a mentor? Yes, and, and I try to do that. Uh, um, you know, I try to strive to carry myself in a way, um, you know, that is like a mentor to kids, um, whether it's advising them or helping them. Hey, what do I do? I, you know, I teach a lot of juniors, seniors, and what do I do with my next phase of life? Is it college? Is it a trade? Is it going into a career? What should it be, um, you know? dealing with all the struggles of life as a teenager with um, friends and sports and significant others. Um, You know, teachers, I think, over time have kind of been turned to increasingly more uh, to help with that, whether it's, you know, maybe a student doesn't have their a, a parent around and a teacher kind of fills that void of a male role model or a female role model or whatever that might be. Um, you know, I, I see and I think you as a student, students read people so well. And you guys don't you guys don't make stuff up. I mean, you guys tell it like it is, whether it's good and yes. bad. Yeah. You know, uh, you, you know, your teammates and, and your classmates. Uh, kids are smart um, and, and kids can pick up on teachers that are really into their job, that, that love their job and teachers that you're like, what are you doing? I always say, you know, there's a big difference with a teacher whose job is their position, you know, that's their paycheck, and a teacher whose job is their mission. Um, And I feel very much called that I'm in the right place um, to be a teacher. Yeah, I just have always felt like I'm right where I should be, um, doing what I should do uh, to make an impact. Um, and, And I get a lot of joy from that. Yeah, that's awesome. So you teach a class called um, Passion Project, which, as I said, I'm taking from you right now. My project is this podcast, and I wanted to do something with communications or broadcasting. And so I reached out to Natalie Jones, a DJ at Q102. And she was kind enough to agree to be my mentor, and she's really taught me a lot about this industry. And she introduced me she introduced me to people at Q102 and taught me how to use some of the equipment to record the podcast. And it really has been truly a wonderful experience. So can you tell our audience today more about what the Passion Project class includes? Yeah, sure. So 
you did a really good job of explaining the purpose of this class. So Passion Project, this is our second year. Um, and, and again, this has just been a blessing that, you know, Mrs. Ryan, our, our school counselor, uh, Taylor, um, we were sitting in her office one day talking about courses to add and what do I think? What, do, what should we do? What do you like? And, uh, and I had this idea of just kind of like an independent study. Um, and the fact that, unfortunately, we can't always give kids a, a great option when it comes to their individual passions or something they want to do, real world, hands-on. We're just kind of constricted uh, with what we can do in the traditional high school. So I came up with this idea uh, with the encouragement of Miss Ryan for the Passion Project. She said, we've done independent studies in the past, but yeah, I mean, put your spin on it. And, you know, my whole idea behind it is helping kids and giving them the space. You get one bell a day for the entire year to just do your thing. Um, and it's, it's very much a chance for me as the teacher to get out of your way. Um, I always say sometimes us teachers, us adults, um, we just need to step back and let kids show us how great they are. And this is a perfect example. So, yes, I'm your teacher. Yes, I've guided you or, or, you know, set you up. This is some things to do, Nikki. But from there, you've run with it. You reached out. You you know, like the fact we're sitting in a professional studio recording a podcast. This is like exactly your dream. And you want to do broadcasting. Like, how cool is this? Yes. And that's not because yeah. of me, right? That's yeah. you just given the space and given some tools and encouragement and then you've taken it from here um and and i just get to sit and you know kind of clap and cheer you on and uh you know you guys just kids blow me away right when sometimes mm-hmm. adults get out of the way um i'm all always seeing kids blow us away um so my big thing through the class is teaching you know just you guys skills that'll last beyond your high school whatever your your job is um, and you hear me say all the time, GSD and FIO, right? I'm, yeah. I'm big on like dreams don't work unless you do. You got to, yes. you know, get stuff done and you got to figure it out. And a lot of times I look at you or your your classmates and say, you got a GSD, you got a FIO. <laughs> and I know you guys hate it. And you're like, just tell me. But I think there's great progress in that figuring it out yourself and empowerment and you gain confidence. Um And so I hope that these skills that you're learning in this class, just really from self-discovery of you and goal setting and time management and talking to other adults and calling people up and asking for things and really just being your own advocate, I hope that that pays off five years down the road, 10 years down the road. You just look at it and go, oh my gosh, I found that out about myself when I took this class. Um, But you know what I would like to do? Because you know I, I like to put it back on you is I got two questions for you about Passion Project. Okay. So you have been a butt kicker. This is episode number three Three for your podcast, which is amazing. Uh, I'll ask you one, and then I'll ask you the second one after you answer. So my question for you is what's been your favorite part of class so far? My favorite part of the Passion Project is really getting to gain real-life experience it's hands it's hands on, for instance, with my project, which is this podcast. I've had the opportunities to meet people of my experience with my interests. 
which also learning the ins and outs, such as how to use the equipment, et cetera. But yeah. Uh, and like, think about the resume builder. This is for you and the exactly. connections to when you start going into that senior year and what's next That's to say like, well, I have a podcast. Here it is. Oh, I dealt with the, oh yes, I recorded. And like, it's just, it's just awesome. And I, I love to see you doing it. Awesome. One more for you. And then I'll All give right. you a show back, I guess. Uh, <laughs> what, what has been so far, we three, three quarters in of school, what has been the most meaningful lesson or skill that you've taken away from this class? Um, well, I've learned a lot of skills. Really um, better communication, how to plan, setting goals, and, you know, how to use certain equipment, and really getting organized, too, and talking to adults and building my relationships. And I've got to, I've got to learn so much more about my guests, which has been really fun to me. Awesome. That is great. Yes. Great. All right. Well, um, when I think of passion projects, some students may not yet know what their passion is. Through your coaching and advice, it may be a skill set that they have that just they don't realize they have, and you help them bring that out to them. So how might you help a student figure out how something they are or might be passionate about, like what they have a gift for? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think we we as Teachers, parents, society put a lot of pressure on kids. You know, you're 17, 18, and we're like, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? And you're like, I don't know. And and for most people, if you look at people that are, you know, college age, after college age, you know, in their 30s, beyond whatever, a lot of people have changed their career from what they originally, you know, maybe post high school went to do. I know a lot of people that are second, third careers. My wife went to college for one thing and and then switched and now is a teacher, second career. Um, and, you know, I think I just kind of, I got lucky um, with, I, I signed up for college as like business. I'm going to do sales and all that. Quickly realized, no, I want to teach. And, and I've been fortunate enough to stick with it. Um, but I think for me, trying to get kids to just think more about, yeah, money's important. Yes, that pays the bills and you should be thinking about that. But how could you find a job that you enjoy? I know, I know, you know, it's not hard. A lot of my friends make more money than I do. You know, I'm a teacher. We all know we're not the richest uh, in terms of bank account. But, I, you know, I, I, I know people that make great money and they hate going into work every day. You know, it's just mm -hmm. they get nothing out of it. It's they sit at a desk or they're just it's so stressful. Um, whereas I'm the opposite. You know, most days I love going into work and, and I truly do. I I enjoy it. Um, and and so with helping kids. I want them to see, hey, if you can line up your skills and your interests and make it a career, it's a home run. And yes, money will come. Right. Um, in our class, I made you guys, well, I asked you guys to read a book. I don't know about some of you doing it or not. Um, you being one of them, Nikki, no, you know. Uh, but we read a book called So Good They Can't Ignore You. Be So Good They Can't yes. Ignore You. And in that book, the guy, the author, talks a lot about debunking this, you know, follow your passions and your dreams and it'll all work out. Mm -hmm. And... I like that book because it does push back some of my beliefs and he makes some valid points, um, you know, and, and his big point is no matter what it is, you have to, there has to be skills and they have to be so valuable 
somebody wants to pay you for it, right? Mm-hmm. And um, not all passions are careers. I agree with that. But I still think you should enjoy your job. And it, the more you think about that, um, or some of you might have your passion projects and realize this isn't what I want to do. Well, you've learned it now versus later. Um, when the stakes are higher, or you're paying money for school. Um, so I just, it's been great to see. It's a lot of work. You know, it's it can be frustrating when some kids are working really hard at their projects, other kids not so much. Um, but this is a part of the year where I start to sit back and you're recording podcasts and we got other teammates of yours that, you know, have done murals and are, and are doing um, websites and doing things for foster care and making videos and graphic design, all these things. And it's just like I call my proud dad moments. You know, the fact I, I have four kids of my own, but you guys, my students, I see as my kids. And, you know, when you guys are doing these big time things, I get joy out of that because I see you guys seeing the value in your hard work and you guys just doing what you love. And I'm like, this is just because we created space for you to be able to do it. So kudos to you, Nikki Lippert. I think you are doing an amazing job. Uh, Most people might not know this, but I coached Nikki in middle school golf when she was in seventh grade. (laughs) And the fact she has her own podcast now, I would have never believed it had you told me. You were just super quiet. quiet. Yes. Quiet, reserved. Yes. Um, And then I saw you on the drama stage. And now this. um, It's just been awesome to watch uh, that maturity. And and just I'm super proud of you. So keep it up. You're you're doing so awesome. Thanks so much. Absolutely. Well, as I had said, you always demonstrate a positive attitude. And you're enthusiastic teacher and you always act as a positive role model and so I'd like to thank you all what all you do for our students and thanks for joining us today on let's talk and to our listeners today we can all take a lesson from Mr. Kester being positive can be contagious you never know what others are going through so remember to always be kind and don't forget to stay tuned for the next episode of let's talk thanks again Mr. Kester <laughs>